Java, this is your last chance. Free us or die. <laughs> this is Return of the Pod. And welcome to Return of the Pod, a podcast where we discuss and celebrate everything from the Star Wars galaxy and much, much more. Every generation is a legend. Every legend is a podcast. And this is ours. I'm your host, Brian Silliman. Joining me are the greatest co-hosts in the galaxy, starting with Caitlin Bush. Hello there. And Captain Matt Romano. Greetings. Also with us after his big Bad Batch acting debut is our reprogrammed Imperial Interrogator Droid AZ-00, also called Azoo. Yeah, it's uh, it's going good. Um, I'm a star now, but uh, I have you know I have a contract with you, and I'm not gonna Welsh. So uh, <laughs> uh, you know I'll help out with canon connections and fun facts before I go and do literally anything else. Wow, so this is it. Azu hits the big time and you're out of here. That's what's that's what's happening here? Yeah. I see what um, this is. You know, you were always kind of like a side a side piece, a side job anyway, so you know, I'm gonna you know, I'm gonna do me, you know? Wow. Yeah. Well, we okay. do know. Okay. All right. Thanks, Azu. It's been this whole week. We'll see. It's, we'll see. He's coming in floating in at like five in the morning. It's a lot of attitude there. Oh, it's you, you you CMB, you've got that right. <laughs> okay, well, we're recording on March 30th, 2023, and we're ready to jump into Chapter 21 of The Mandalorian. Oh, Mandalorian. And after that, we're going to touch on the Season 2 finale of Star Wars The Bad Batch. They call themselves The Bad Batch. But before we do any of that, we're going to go to some news on the march. News on the march. Star Wars Celebration approaches. It will take place from April 7th to April 10th. It is in Europe, so we're not going, are we? Oh, man. Nope. We're not going to the merry old London. <laughs> <laughs> nope. um, that was no, horrible. Uh, uh, unless, Thank you. Unless, <laughs> was that bad? Yeah, that yeah, was bad. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, unless, all right. Unless there, there's like a really big surprise in the mail. Uh, no, we're not going. Um, but... There it will. The, here's the good news. Once again, it will be live streamed, so fans can follow along at home from the comfort of your couch, chair, floor, whatever. It's my and favorite get place Hours to be. of panels and interviews for four days <laughs> straight for days. For days, Brian. For days. It's gonna. It's gonna be. It's, it's gonna be fun. It's always um, watching. Seven hours of Star Wars stuff straight, getting it in. A lot of applause, a lot of standing ovations, you know. Yeah. yeah and yeah. and then yeah. in the in the showing the trailers a million times and then <laughs> Let's to, run it back. Yeah, it's yeah, great. Here's a guy that makes Darth Vader shapes out of apples. <laughs> it's, <laughs> and it's interesting. It's all it's all, it's all interesting, but you're really you go I always go right down into a Star Wars hole when this happens, and it's all yeah. I want to do. It's it's just everything. So I always enjoy it. But what can we expect in terms of news and everything else? There will surely be a ton of news, as there always is. There is confirmed to be a big Bad Batch panel that Mm. is happening. And if there's a season three announcement, I'd say it's likely going to happen there. Yeah, I think so. We'll get into more on why 
Yeah. <laughs> I think that's likely, not maybe? only likely, but nece- ne- necessary yeah. <laughs> um, in a little bit. What else could there be? Some kind of update on films, maybe? I don't know if. Uh, no, I think no, so. It's... I think we're finally going to get an update on films. Yeah. yeah it's it's been a while. TT come out and, and a lot be of, like, yeah. Here, here's what I'm doing. I'd say an Ahsoka trailer. Yeah. Um, might that's be like, guaranteed. Guaranteed. If they showed some footage last year and they and they had just started fil- shooting, they were mm-hmm. in like the first week of shooting, I'd say a trailer and maybe some dates or a loose idea of dates. I, yeah, I think you're going to get a teaser. Like, you know, just like uh, maybe a little voiceover, a few shots of distant worlds and characters, and then that'll be it. Distant worlds and characters, you say. <laughs> My you know, goodness. You heard about this Star Wars thing? You know, that's what they're known for. I have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The kids are all talking about it. All, all the, the kids. kids are talking about it. All, the all of them. All of them. They all have a fever. Fever! Um, but what what else could there be? I know there's also going to be a lot of books and comic news, a lot. The whole High Republic Luminous team is going to be there. And quite possibly, I don't know, a medical freighter. Medical freighter. Um, <laughs> one could hope. So there, there's going to be a lot going on. Last year was 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 Gonzo Bonzo because that yeah. was the same. Started the same day as Obi Wan. It was. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a it lot. Was, it was a whole thing. So we'll see. Yeah, I think it's gonna be fun. We're definitely you know in for uh, some good stuff, regardless. You know, there's always I, I, there's always, always a little bit of. For me, a little, oh, I, you know, I wish I was there. But then around the second day of watching the live stream, whenever I can, it's when, mm-hmm. whenever it's okay, we have some time. Let's watch a little bit more of the live stream in it around actual life. I think, wow, my feet would be hurting so badly right now. Oh, yeah. I'm tired. I'd be, very, I'm, I'm tired already. You remember how exhausting it is to attend one of these things? Yes, exactly, CMB. And to be, to attend, to be corralled, to be yelled at, to be, and I'm like, yeah, that's a young, that's a young, it's a young man's game, game a young man and woman's <laughs> game, a young person's game. And I'm, I'm not a young man anymore. I tell you that. So we're looking forward to that, and we'll be talking about all those reveals on this very show. And that has been news on the march. And with that, we're going to charge into chapter 21 of The Mandalorian. Oh, Mandalorian. Now, this episode is brand new, and we don't want to spoil you for any of it. So be warned that we're about to get into severe spoiler territory after the spoiler klaxon is heard. Spoilers will come fast and loose to sound the klaxon once again, the legendary Werner Herzog. Oh, yes. There he is. I have left my Nintendo Switch light in a charging port. I'm about to defeat Calamity Ganon and want to be at full power before I do. Oh, yeah. I have many meals of hearty durian fruit. A lot of arrows. Prepared. A lot of arrows. Oh, yes, I am full of arrows. Okay, I have good. so many arrows and all four champion gifts <laughs> and a fully charged master sword. We'll see how I do. While I wait, I would like to see the baby. So sound the spoiler cracks and what is there, Caitlin Ambush? There's a clear order in which to watch Star Wars, The Mandalorian, Season 3, Episode 5, and then listen to our podcast. Here we go again. Punch it. But bounty hunting is a complicated profession. (laughs) 
The Mandalorian Season 3, Episode 5, premiered on Disney Plus on March 29th, 2023, directed by Peter Ramsey, who is working on Ahsoka, the Ahsoka series, and written by Jon Favreau. Before we get into this, Caitlin Embush, because Mm. you were not with us last week, and and you're feeling better, because I know viewers are concerned, you are feeling better. I am, thank you very much. Oh, good. Glad to hear it. We already knew that, but just <laughs> but somebody yeah. else knows. Listeners yeah. didn't. Yeah. Um, we want to want to get your uh, you, you you you. We were texting. You had some thoughts. Uh, you, the big reveal in the episode prior to this, Keller and Beck. What? So listeners know. What are your? What was? What was your reaction to that? That big reveal. I I I gasped out loud. Uh, yes. like fully yeah. just like, like, like almost like rose off of the couch, like to, to cheer kind of thing. It was awesome. <laughs> I loved it. It was my favorite episode of the season thus far. Yeah. 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 It, it was, you were, you were really caught up in it. Yeah. Oh my God. And then stupid Star Wars monsters and abounded. And I really, it was just, oh, man. I feel like it was an episode for me specifically. And I would just like to thank uh, the whole, the whole team on the Mandalorian uh, to for for very specifically catering to my needs. Yeah. They were like, you know, this is already a big Caitlin, Caitlin fulfilling wish fulfillment episode, but let's throw in some bat baby birds just to be safe. Um, yeah. Anyway. Well, on to chapter 21. <laughs> Bat on baby the... birds. <laughs> yeah. Bat baby birds. Okay, no, no. Okay. We're going to be <laughs> no, now. It's going to devolve into that later. It's going to devolve. We, we know can't this. be doing that. On Navarro, everything is going well for high magistrate Carl Weathers. <laughs> you got a stew going. Until it isn't. Because uh. here comes Captain Gorian Shard out for revenge over what went down in the season opener. His ship hovers above the city and starts an aerial bombardment. Karga gets a message out to the New Republic, and then he has to lead the entire town in an evacuation. This is a little tough to because we've come to really like this town and yeah. like their improvements. So seeing it get blown away by like this by an algae-faced coward was, <laughs> yeah. was not great. No. Yeah, uh, yeah. But in any case, da-dum, title, chapter 21, The Pirate. We go then to a New Republic outpost on Adelphi, and here he is. He's back, Captain Carson Teva. And I've been saying that wrong. I've been saying Teva. They say Teva. Teva. Oh, yeah. Interesting. It's not like those sandals I had many, many years ago. It's... (laughs) It's the guy is Tava. Tava. Played by the great Paul Sun Hyung Lee, who we love. Yes. Big, big fan of him here on Return of yes. the Part, aren't we? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So he's back in the series and in a in a major way. He gets the message and he prepares to go to Coruscant to quote unquote get permission to intervene. And right away, it is clear that Carson Tava is one of the very few people in the New Republic who sees how things are potentially going wrong. Oh, yeah. We, we know from books, especially Bloodlines, that Leo Organa sees it as well, but she is currently in the middle of a political mess and also not just not in the storyline of this actual episode. So mm-hmm. there's Leia <laughs> and there's and Mon Moth, my, I, I believe, is, is either out of the picture or soon to be out of the picture. And Carson Tava and checks notes. 
Yeah, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) It's such a shame to see or weird to see the New Republic just be so incompetent. You know, like you growing up and you had this vision that, you know, they they blow up the Death Star and then they 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 usher in this utopia. Problem solved. Yeah, problem solved. And it's um, even though we know this, you know, we know this, we know this, this, uh, you know, what happens, you know, to the New Republic, you know, because of the of. You know, the prequel, tri- the sequel trilogy, and everything—it's still hard to see. It's still a little hard to watch. You know, it's hard. It's hard to see when over thirty years of lessons in what not to do, yeah, just come, and then you go right into not listening to any of those lessons right. immediately. Right. It's, any moment, it's hard when, yeah, when when history is just ah, ignore this swept under the rug and we'll be fine and just proceed as like nothing bad's good. What's the worst that could happen? Wait, hey, right. what happened? Um, that that's, those are really frustrating stories to watch. Yeah, no, yes. it really is. It's just like that. Everyone's just kind of almost like traumatized by the experience that they just wanted to go away. they just wanted to like, everything's fine. You know, we're not going to engage in anything. We're just going to let's all go away. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, exactly. And and there's only one Mon Mothma, and she's either keeping it together or is on the... Uh, uh, there's only one of her. Mm-hmm. And her whole demilitarization, which is going now, is, is a good idea in theory, but it you can already see the seeds of the rise of the First Order here easily. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, and that's not great. Not great. It's not, not great, great Brian. Brian. No, it's not good. Not not great, Caitlin. Not, not good. Great. Not, not great, good. Matt. I don't know about you. I don't like it. No, I don't like it. Um, Matt, what would what would a uh, uh, your your uh, British counterpart? Are say we encouraging that? this? Oh, this is crimey, Wally of a whopper. Uh, oh, yeah. Wow, you you brought. I, I was hoping it got worse. Like, is he gonna bring in the worse. Wally? And you did. It did. It did get worse. I'm evolving. Fifty percent tonight. Caitlin, I think we were both thinking though. Well, it can't get worse. Surprise. <laughs> we were wrong. <laughs> Much like the, the New Republic. <laughs> Much like the New Republic, Matt Romano's accent can in fact get worse. Oh, it can. Yeah. But here's here's a not here's, Not it's not good. It's not, it's not good. good. Um, here is a, a little highlight, though, of the Delphi Outpost and the Adelphi Rangers. There's somebody here who I didn't expect, again, didn't nope. expect to see them today. Nope. nope. Dressed in New Republic pilot gear, Garazeb Aurelios. Oh, hey. Who, of course, one of our main characters from Star Wars Rebels. Your Rebels on you. Mind blown? Mind blown? Oh, I was going to do Absolutely. it in a little bit, but sure. Oh, I'm Matt sorry. I, 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 there you go. It's got to come out of the gate with it. I mean, that was it's huge. Yeah. Uh, there are a couple things here. Not only is this a Lasat in live action, and, and it looked really good. Yeah. It was really good. I was good. surprised. Let me tell you. It's a good looking Lasat. Let me tell you that. <laughs> it really is. And it is definitely Zeb. I thought when I first watched it, I'm like, oh, well, that's unnamed Lasat pilot number one. That's right. not Zeb. And nope, I'm like, the voice sounds familiar, though. Nope, the credits confirmed it is Zeb, and the voice sounded familiar because it is, as was before, the great, the legend, Steve Bloom, who Mm -hmm. voiced him on Rebels. So is this set up for him to appear in Ahsoka, which is already becoming live-action Rebels Part 2? Because last time we saw him, he was going to Lyrasan with Callus. Yeah, in the that's Rebels right. episode, they were going to have their little romantic yeah. getaway. 
I was going to say to fall in love and, and live happily ever ever. Yeah. I, yeah, and I thought that was a forever kind of thing. Yeah, it's not the kind of love that you just give up. <laughs> no. no, it it really isn't. <laughs> and and Caitlin, you would know. I would know. Um, you've been to Lirasan with Lasats before. Of course, and you would know better than any of us. Um, <laughs> Ashla Bogan. So maybe they just came back. Mm-hmm. Or maybe this is more Rebels epilogue timeline fun, courtesy yeah. of Dave Filoni. I don't know. Thoughts on on the Zeb inclusion and everything and how it could play out, Caitlin and Bush? Uh, I will genuinely be shocked if he doesn't immediately show up in Ahsoka after this. Like you said, it's going to be, you know, Rebels part two. So let's just let's get at it. And, and if anything, you know. If nothing comes of it, it was a nice little treat for those of us who know. And if you don't know, you just got to see this weird alien. Yo. So fun. Yeah, fun all around. Like, hey, that kind of looks like original Ralph McQuarrie Chewbacca art. I don't know. Who's that guy? <laughs> and that it's also a good point, Caitlin, you reminded me of. It's yeah, he's he's a pilot in the New Republic. But at this point, Hera's a general in the New yeah, Republic, yeah. as we know from squadrons and stories like that. And we see them, New Republic, making mistakes all over that game as well. <laughs> not making the same mistakes again. No, you're making all new ones. Um, but thoughts on Zeb, Garazeb, Aurelios, Carabast, Matt Romano. Ooh, I was excited to see him. I, I think that we'll, I agree, we're definitely going to see him again soon. It's kind of like a Chekhov Zeb here, you know? like <laughs> Chekhov is really getting a workout lately. He really is. It's, he really is. Let, but, uh, let, but Let the man rest. <laughs> But no, I think we're definitely going to see him again. And a lot of it's got me thinking seeing him here and all the pilots here um, in this little like uh, cantina, including uh, Trapper Wolf. Well, we'll and, get to uh, that. Yeah, okay, we're going to get to that. Zoo has some has some Easter eggs for nice, us. Okay, fantastic. Nice. But looking at this whole camp here, I, I can't help but think like how much of Rangers of the New Republic have been infused into the Mando season. Yes. Like because we are getting a lot of world building this season of Mando, not just in the like the Mando verse like the inner Mando going ons, but like everything going on in the new Republic, you know, the looming threats, uh, the, the, the possible Thrawn isms, the, the purgles, like there's just a lot of building here. And I wonder, you know, if, if Zeb would have been in the new, uh, the Rangers, of the new Republic, or some of this story would have played out differently in a different season, you know, or if possibly they've changed it and he is now. Right. Exactly. It's, you know, okay. We're going to bump Carson Tava up to, possibly a lead or at least big part of the ensemble for Rangers of the new Republic. Mm -hmm. And now we're going to put Zeb in there and eventually he'll be the connecting when they all come together. He'll know the crew from Ahsoka, right? No Carson Tava. Exactly. Carson Tava will know Mando. Yeah. I'm still, if they're still going to do, in fact, do Rangers of the new Republic. Yeah. I think the bones of it is here. Yeah, because I don't think they will. I think they just took the most important parts of what the new Rangers of the New Republic was going to do. Chopped it like, for parts? They chopped it for parts and they're putting it in here, which I like. I'm fine with that, you know. You're fine with it. I'm fine with it. I'm cool with it. Well, you know if, what I you're mean? Fine, if, if you're fine with it. Um, <laughs> Is Caitlin fine with it? Are you cool with it, Caitlin? Caitlin, are you fine with it? I think I'll yeah. get over it if I'm not. <laughs> All right, good. <laughs> <laughs> Even if we were like, we're not fine with it, I believe Lucasfilm would be like, who cares? And also, who are you? Screw you. Yeah. Um, but I mean, maybe, maybe at a celebration, we'll get if we'll get something about Rangers of the New Republic. It's, it's maybe per- I don't know. I don't or think whether they're like, no, we just shipped that whole show off to Special yeah. Forces. Next subject. Give me <laughs> the droid story and Lando. Come on. 
Yeah. Lando. Come on. Yeah. Lando. Now, now, Lando. Now you're talking. Matt Romano. Nailing it. Yeah. Lando. Lando. Landamorian. Right? Yeah. Right. Right. Sure. Yeah. There you go. Um, on Coruscant, because it's never enough, Carson Tava tries to get through to Colonel Tuttle, played by Tim Meadows. I'm Leon Phelps, and uh, how y'all doing tonight? <laughs> I mean, another just great comedic cameo here in Star Wars. Yeah, right? it's great. He's he. I mean, Navarro is not a member of the New Republic, so they're not going to get any help. Great work, guys. <laughs> and Tim Meadows, you know, talks a little to Carson Tava, who's really have. He's like, look. Once again, he's saying something's going on out there, which is now becoming his catchphrase. Yeah, something's going on. No, out and there. it's all. And I like also he drops. A, it's an all connected. You know, yeah. he's, like, he's trying. To, he's like, oh, it is just like we were talking about. Like he's like, look, Settle. Agents of Shield and the Winter Soldier. It's all connected. There's something dangerous happening out there. All these events, it's not coincidence. And by the time it becomes big enough for you to act, it'll be too late. He lays all this out, and Tim Meadows is like, "Look, I, I, I got, I got requisitions. I got this." And then finally, he just looks at him and says, "Get out of here, Dewey! You don't want no part of this shit." <laughs> so more on more yep. on that more on that whole scene in a little bit because the naming of him is Tuttle, and the okay. ineff- seeing how ineffectual everything else here definitely makes me re- reminds me of something else that whether it's intentional or not, is interesting for me. Moff Gideon is mentioned again in this scene um, with Tava talking to Scuttlebutt that we've already heard that Gideon never made it to trial, never Mm -hmm. got to that tribunal, Mm -hmm. uh, probably somewhere sipping jippers and eating some of those (laughs) ration biscuits. Why is this not a bigger deal? Everyone's just like, I don't know. I think I heard he got, you know, they make it there. It's not. (laughs) Tim Tim Meadows doesn't care. It's like, no problem. Yeah. Nothing to see. Ain't nothing bad going to happen today. <laughs> and so Carson Tava has no other choice but to go to Din Djarin, mm. our, our, our main big Dinbo. Uh, he's going to go to him for help. So he flies his X-Wing over to the sandy covert of Monsters and Death, where he is not <laughs> greeted warmly. Din, Djar- Din eventually comes out and says, OK, no, this guy's cool. He cut me a break with a traffic stop once. He also saved me for some from some big damn spiders. Ice, ice spiders, yeah. yeah. He's he's cool. He's fine, uh, guys. But you know, I, I yeah, he's fine. I owe him, but just one. So talk fast. <laughs> he says he says what I was asking ever since Tava flew into this place is how the crypt did he find them? Yeah, he just looked for worst place. To have kids <laughs> in the galaxy. Dinosaur <laughs> planet. Oh, the the Sandy Cave planet. Okay. Gorgeous. Turns out he got the location from an old member of the Rebellion and who leaps and walks forward as the old member of the Rebellion in contact, R5-D4. Fortunately, someone I served with in the Rebellion is amongst your ranks. Thanks, R5. I have questions. Uh, I know. I immediately thought, well, this is going to be an hour and a half of Matt Romano. (laughs) Okay, sorry. I'm not going to try to go too long on this. go for it. Let's hear it. Let it out. First of all, when was R5 the Rebellion? So you're telling me he got off Tatooine, served in the Rebellion, and then ended up back on Tatooine? Well... There's a there's a connecting canon. Give it to there. me. I'm sure there sh- is. No, I, I'm not so sure I want to, because a few episodes ago <laughs> when I brought it up, you 
shot it down. Oh, is this the whole motivator thing? Like he did it for R2, you know? Yeah. Absolutely could potentially connect to that in a fun canon based way. I guess you shot that down. So I don't feel like repeating it. Oh, okay, but but we're gonna have to still get another story then, because that still doesn't explain him being in the rebellion just because he decided in that moment. Why? Use your imagination. But then like a little fun. And Tiva like knew that he had R five, and he was able to pinpoint that like that this is where they how? were, and like how did he can how did how did R five yeah. uh, contact him? Did the droid have access to to some sort of of uh, right. communication device Look, in the sand? Now, I don't know what does time he know Pelimato? Wo- I, I don't, I don't know he, what time yeah. you woke up today, <laughs> but I imagine in my head that you did. I, so about an hour ago, what time yeah, is it? Use, use your imagination. Uh, I don't know. Okay, all right, all right, that's fine. We can move on. We I think it's on. funny that you're asking, that you're badgering Caitlin and Bush and myself for these answers. I'm specifically Charlie. No, worked on the show. I'm out here, Charlie Day, memeing this shit in my brain. Now let's talk about the mail. Can we talk about the mail, please, Mac? I'm dying to talk about the mail for you all day. Okay, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, at least Caitlin is part of the solution. She embraces solutions. Okay, Matt, well, we must, uh, you know what? Not, we're we're going to try to figure it out. We're going to get to the bottom of it. got to embrace solutions, not excuses. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, I'm going <laughs> to shut this place down. Okay. <laughs> you know exactly what I was doing. I love it. <laughs> what was the face? People can't see the face, but you all well, got to have yeah, the, I know. the it's, mouth it's, of the tapper it's something mouth. something myself you know? I, I, yeah. and, and, and been working on the quiet. Good, the quiet good, he, good, good, good. <laughs> okay, well, back to Star Wars. Uh, Shut it down. Nobody eats. So now we now we got Carson Tava. He's he says, look, he's he says whether you want to help or not, I've delivered the message. And he also says you're probably going to move anyway because yeah. whenever you get discovered, you're going to move. But I'm not going to tell anyone. And and he zooms off, and I believe him. I believe I, him. I, when Carson Tava says this, I absolutely believe him, and I just. I love this character. I love his patches on his leather jacket. And yeah, then I wonder where he got that, over that, the that flight suit. That Rancor patch I like. You He's, know where yeah. he got that. And a lot of people have also said it, it. I mean, I can't believe I'm about to do this, but it evokes Top Gun, that look. <laughs> I knew you were going to say Well, you know, that. I mean, there's a lot of. Yeah. I hate myself right now, but it does. <laughs> um. Anyway, f- final thoughts on Carson Tava before we move on. Caitlin and Bush. I'm so excited this character is sticking around. He's such a delight and a half. And a half. So I'm sure we'll see more of him. He's not the yeah. last we're seeing on this yeah. guy. No. No. I, I, I watch Rangers of the New Republic starring Carson Tava. I would, and, yeah. yeah. And Zeb. And it Zeb, doesn't sure. sound like you would, Matt Romano. <laughs> I would. I would. I just think, you know, there, it's not going to happen. We're going to get like all the little beats. You know, I think that show has sailed. You're not same. That, that show has sailed. Yes, <laughs> I think it's. Off I agree the board. with Matt. I think it's gone. That's it's my guess. I don't know. This yeah. is one of the worst episodes we've ever done. <laughs> and that, and it that, is. It is. My, it might be the worst episode. But anyway, so <laughs> moving on. Will the Mandos help? Will the Mandos go and be the saviors of Navarro? If we remember the last time the Ma- the Mandos, their f- former cult covert, was in the sewers of Navarro in secret. There was a big firefight in the street where between Grief Karga and Mando, they were not friends at that point. Yeah. The Mandos had to fly in and save Mando. So, and then they there was the whole tiff with Moff Gideon taking over the town. It's a fraud history there. Mm-hmm. So are they going to go and help this place? 
Dinjarin Dinbo remembers Karga's offer of land in the premiere. It's like that stretch of land over there. You know, you can, for as far as your eye can see, you can farm and do whatever else. So we thinking once again of a shirtless Mando with his helmet on, uh, just working the earth. <laughs> yeah. But he's got the helmet. He's got a shirt. He's shirtless Mando with the helmet, yeah. right? Yeah, with the helmet yeah. on and a, yeah, yeah, and a yeah. Beskar Sith just yep. with, with the wheat, <laughs> except it's blue. I don't know. Yeah. I like the theory that blue that blue food comes from blue wheat. Yeah. I think oh, this is my yeah. headcanon, no? Yeah, I think that's that was what, what it would be. Blue spot comes from that blue, what were they harvesting in, in chapter four? Yeah. It's, uh, pasta. Yeah, they're harvesting pasta. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, you're saying the blue noodles. Yes. 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 <laughs> we got there eventually. It took me a minute, but I, but I got there. <laughs> Hooray for me. So- Mando's given this speech to everyone. It's like, look, this can be mutually beneficial. This could be a good thing for all of us. Paz Vizsla starts giving a speech. He's not prone to liking Navarro or Karga, as we already mentioned. And I thought it was really interesting the way they did this. We, You think he's going to speak out against it, and it's really definitely leading us to that. But then he surprises both Mando and me and everyone, I think, where he says, nope, we have to go to help because mm-hmm. – He's all about trusting Din Djarin after he saved his son. So he's yeah. like, there are a lot of reasons, but also, but ultimately he's like, he wants us to go do this. That's what we're going to do. Also, that bit about the free land, that sounds good. And let's face it, this place sucks. This place sucks. Yeah, that's what he just should have said. Let's yep. face it, everybody. It sucks here. We're taking the bat baby birds. We're getting off. Yeah. We're all piling on Bo-Katan's ship. I'm a simple man. Name of Paz Vizsla. Let's face facts. This place sucks. Let's go anywhere else. Moving on. So they are going, and they're going as a Mando military unit. So Bo-Katan has to train them up in this way. So they're not really the the old Death Watch dropping out of the ship with the jetpacks and and that whole stuff Mm. we saw in the Clone Wars. They don't really know how to do that. So she's schooling them up a little bit. Hollow maps for everybody. Everybody gets a hollow map. (laughs) These Mandos are, they're fighters, but they're not warriors, at least not yet. Yeah, not yet. Yeah. They're scrappy, but. They're not a team. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. got to make a team. Got to have the the locker room mid-game speech to really get them riled up. Yeah. Yeah. And and it was really cool where Bo to. Bo-Katan makes an oak tag sign that says believe and puts it above <laughs> yeah. the uh, the Mando locker room. That's right. And then uh, goes to the armor for biscuits with the boss. Barbecue sauce. <laughs> no, but Matt Romano, something you remarked on, I, I think last episode of the one before this, don't they have any other ships? Yeah, they don't. They, said, they oh, don't. They, oh, and I was like, oh, they must. They're just parked or hidden. I just nope. like, how did no, they, they get were, there they in the first place if they planet. don't have a ship? This is exactly this is the question exactly. because they've got Bo's gauntlet fighter, Mando's N one, and other than I was like, how did you get fifty Mando's and children here? <laughs> Not to mention all of the armorer's equipment and all the other crap that you'd need to survive this. Worse than Arrakis. Listen, listen, I, I am loving this season, but there has been a few like head scratchers. R5, this, you know, even going okay, back you to the first get off episode. The R5 with, thing is okay, not okay. All right, whatever. Get but then remember when he was going to rebuild IG-11? Yes, like, yes, that, yes. Is, <laughs> that is a weird thing. What? Yes. Right, I forgot about that. <laughs> Oh my there God. is only one way to fulfill my Mandalorian mission, and I have to do it like this. 
15 minutes later. There are two nope, ways two. for me to fulfill my... Yeah. Don't think about that other thing. Just don't think about it. Yeah. Oh, oh. Would you, I think that could still be in play because we do yeah. see the statue again. We get still, a brief look at it. It's not yeah. rebuilt. No. And we see the Anzellans again, so maybe they're hard at work. But yeah, that that I'll, I, I'm with you on that one. R five, you're you're just okay. Not, not you, you got a you know a little bit. He's of got this. he's got a thing in his head. Okay, use right. your use your use your oh, imagination. Okay, yeah, got it. Think deep thoughts. <laughs> but yeah, I'm thinking how do they how do they cart all this crap there? I mean, think of a fun answer for yourself and enjoy. <laughs> That's it. Also, that's a lot of Mandos to fit in. Does anyone else think it's weird how many Mandos fit into that ship? It doesn't seem that big to me. I'm, I'm, I get like a clown car vibe at this point. I was just about to say clown car. Do you do you think if there was a Star Wars circus, the Mandos would be in the clown car? They're definitely as colorful as, as clowns. This is true. Like, do you think we could fit 100 Mandos in this in this clown car? Sure. They're friendly yeah, they people. They are colorful. A lot of clanking, though. The the Beskar isn't really uh, durable, you know, malleable. Nah. Except for all of their gifts and tricks, I don't know if one of them... Well, you think a Mando comes out and has, like, a, a, a seltzer spray and, uh, like, a, <laughs> a, flower a, a flower that, flower that water. pops out of one gauntlet that's, mm. that spits at you and, and a whoopee cushion coming out of the side of the helmet. It's like... Oh, there you go. There's a, there's a comedy Mando, and all of their <laughs> bits and tricks are all... Instead of like a, a grapple wire, it's endless handkerchiefs. Somebody just has a, a hobby and they're just at, and when they're in the cave at night, you get the Mando clown. They're like, you know, yeah. Terry, go do the thing. It's like we could all use a little laugh. And it's like, oh, Terry the Mando. Oh, man. Terry the Mando. Okay. So he's like, no, this is going to work because I've seen this thing work. Okay. We got to get off. We got to get off that. So anyway, somehow, uh, so, so, somehow the, the Mandos make it work. Uh, they make it happen. They do. Um, they're good. I Zillion. don't know because we what we don't see though is them loading up any bat baby birds. No, or they left them behind. We don't see them later on Navarro. No, they yeah. they left them behind because like the the judge who I haven't talked about enough. Okay, my orange helmeted Mando. He is too small. How we forgot talking about him last week? I well, don't even you, know. Yeah, you forgot. I forgot. But orange helmeted Mando, he wasn't in the in the team, the strike team, so he stayed behind oh. on the cable planet. Do you think you some know? people stayed behind on? Yeah, absolutely. That wasn't all they, the Mando. So, so some people stayed behind yeah. in the crap hole. And I guess they didn't bring the kids with them. Yeah, they didn't bring the yeah. kid. They had to leave some. So the bat baby birds. Somebody's watching them. You know. Yeah, I didn't see Ragnar because because I, I was like, oh no, what if Ragnar gets hurt? Not. <laughs> Not not Ragnar. Not Ragnar. No. I thought, you know, Ragnar, no. No. Oh, no. Stowed away, like, in, in Paz Vizzo's backpack. Yeah, <laughs> they, that's a good point, because they don't have this deal set up. Um, yeah. That by the time, you know, the, the deal that they spend, they don't have it set up. They don't know they're leaving for good. Yeah. So they'll send, I don't know, maybe a medical freighter. Medical freighter. To go and pick <laughs> yep. everyone else up. Yeah, yeah, that'll, that'll, that'll work. So... The pirates are living uh, living it up on Navarro. Mando flies in on the N1. Gorian Shart launches fighters, including our friend Vane. And we see that, indeed, Shart's ship does have a pirate ship wheel. Thank God. Uh, of course it does. Yeah. You see that, Matt? I, I saw all of it. All of the pirate. All of uh, it? All of them. All of it. All of them. All the pirate accoutrements, you know? They, they got it all in this ship. Good word. Accoutrements, yeah. Accoutrements. Um, 
Mando draws the pirates off and Bo-Katan flies in. Mando's dropped from the ship, as, we've, as, as I already said, we've seen in animated shows, and they drop all around the town. I re- There was this one fun moment where Kawaki and Monkey Lizard, living. we saw them living in the trees in the season premiere. Yeah. They helped the Mandos out. They're like, no, they're over there. And he like points and over they, at them. Yep. Yeah. I'm like, oh, what fun. We see the Anzellans in the mix. So the Mandos fight the pirates. They're doing well. And then Paz Vizsla just thuds in. Yeah. Like, and and just goes ham yeah. on all of them. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, do, do I do I kind of love Paz Vizsla? I think I do. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, I think he's pretty you cool. Do. Caitlin and Bush, let's unpack this for, for a couple seconds. I, I, I don't like that I, I like him now, but between between uh, standing up for Mando and for the townies and now just like it's nice to have a powerhouse on your side when you're not being a dick, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's interesting because I expected though, I've, I've pretty much expected the worst from him all season and he has proven me wrong. Yeah. Time mm-hmm. and time again. You'd save a yep. guy's kid's life once and I guess... You know, kind of changes things a little bit. Yeah. It's like, wow, wow, uh, not just any kid, it's, it's Ragnar. <laughs> Ragnar. Or Ragnar. Famous character that we all love. <laughs> so, Bo and Mando continue the battle in the sky. At one point, there's this great moment where the ground forces put one of those detachable blaster cannons that we've seen before. Clones and stormtroopers use them. But this reminded me more of the one that. The, the one guy puts on the side of Jabba's sail barge. Oh, yeah. The, he just runs and, up and puts it on. The, and just really yeah. causes a lot of trouble with it. The armor, and this is in Karga's office, I think. Yeah. The armorer comes up behind them with her tools and... <laughs> Wails on them. Wastes Yeah, no them. blasters for the armor. Yeah. Just always her tools. Yeah. Five or six of these fools, and mm. they see one of them just fall. Is like, we're good. And again, <laughs> I'm like, I'm so conflicted about this character. Uh. So... The the pirates they're they're all they're just gonna cut and run, but then Karga and his folk come back and they pen them in. The pirates lay down their arms. Vane sees how the battle is going and he just flies away. He's like, "Yep, it's been fun, um, but I'm gonna I'm just gonna go and do anything else." That won't come back to haunt us at all. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like I'm, I won't be seeing him again. <laughs> um, Shark goes down with his ship and he will be missed by no one. Oh, I'm going to miss him. I, I like him. I like him. You like old yeah, seaweed well, beard? In the, in the universe. Yeah, I think he was in fun. In the I, universe yeah. of the show. Oh, right, right. Okay. Yeah, no, I like the character. I, yeah. When Star Wars is big, silly algae person on a pirate ship, <laughs> I mean, I lo- why I love not? Him. Yeah, why not? Why Wait. not? Why not? Why not? <laughs> Before we go any further, let's swing over to our biggest baby base segment, that's right, Grogu, Yoda baby, it's Moments with Baby. Bad baby. Oh, bad baby. Sorry about that, he's young. Yeah, bad baby. And topping the list this week is <laughs> nothing. Nothing. I didn't, I didn't see any. Um, little man's not in the episode a lot. Did either of you see any fun baby moments that I missed? No, I, I think he, he was just on Mando's lap for the hollow meeting. That was, that was kind of cute. They're yeah. both in the... the you know, and he, yeah, he rode into meeting. battle with his 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 momdo. You know, that was that was cute. Yep. Yeah, but little man yeah. is uh, yeah, just kind of chilling in the background yeah. right now. Mando putting him in danger yeah. as always. Ugh. Just like <laughs> he's in a huge gunfight. Someone needs to call CPS. Yeah, right. yeah. Let's leave all the other foundlings. See, we can't endanger them. Oh, but this 
We should take Grogo. This super gifted, force sensitive <laughs> family. Oh yeah, take. Well, actually, they're smart to take him because he could turn the tide. At you never know, point. and you don't want to leave him alone on the dinosaur planet. You know, you, you know he'd rule that planet. <laughs> minutes of them leaving. They're our tiny little emperor. Yeah, 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 little king just doing a little prance about. But yeah, I was wondering if there was something I missed, and there really isn't one. So that's no. it for moments with baby. Okay, while we're at it. This is a fine time to go to a zoo for some further canon connections and Easter eggs. Oh, so it? yeah. Come here, come here, zoo. Are you going to do yeah. it now? Yeah, yeah. Stop, stop signing headshots. Come on, bud. You know, they don't have a lot of use for the ball droids in Star yeah, Wars. You know, um, yeah, anyway. Okay, whatever, Matt uh, Romano. Um, you already mentioned Zeb, so I don't have to. Some are speculating uh, about Tim Meadows being named Tuttle, and this could be a reference to the Terry Gilliam movie Brazil. There's, uh, the name Tuttle is very important there, and it also features a lot of useless bureaucracy. It's like the whole theme of the movie. Sounds familiar. So I don't know. That that could be a connection. Uh, Lieutenant Reed returns. You haven't gotten there yet, but he's once again played by Max Lloyd-Jones. Mm-hmm. Kane, Katie O'Brien, is also back. You haven't mentioned her. And uh, possibly on Tava's trail? I don't know. She's there in Coruscant and is seeing all this go down. Parker's excuse for gunning down the pirates is, well, he shot first? He shot first. Well, now I will shoot first. Which brings (laughs) up, uh, you know... Oh, that whole thing? The thing. That whole thing, uh, (laughs) you know, around... happens around McClunky, you know. McClunky. Uh, Adelphi Outpost was mentioned in season two, and there are more cameos on the scene. Dave Filoni is there as Trap a Wolf, which Matt already blew, but whatever. <laughs> Rick Famuyiwa is also there as his pilot character, Jid Dodger, and Deborah Chow is there as Sash Keta. You remember they all debuted in season one. The gang's uh, all here. Oh, yes, I remember. Yeah. In chapter six, so they're all there mm-hmm. in, that, in that outpost. Plenty of familiar species, once again, including, but not limited to, Klaatuinians, Moncals, Quarans, Rhodians, Trashdotians, Twi'leks, Weequay, and Ugnaught, and even a Snivian bartender on Adelphi, a seldom-used design, which goes all the way back to the cantina in oh. 1977. All right. Of course, uh, there are familiar ships in both the X-Wing and Y-Wing appearances, and Shard's ship is a Corsair, which could be a connection to ships used by the enemies of the Chiss in the Thrawn prequel novels. Mm. That's a, a bit of a stretch, I don't know, but it's possible. Also, uh, Keisha Castle Hughes invited me to a party, so that's it for me. You do you. Wow. Thanks, thanks, as uh, bye. Send our love. Bye. Have a great time. And he's gone. Yeah. Now it's it's interesting they bring up the I thought of Brazil. Anytime I see useless bureaucracy, I think <laughs> of the movie Brazil. And then I I didn't even notice that his name was Tuttle, and there's a bit. Uh, that causes some issues in the movie Brazil. Um, listeners, if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. It's a Terry Gilliam movie. Jonathan Price, Robert De Niro, Michael Palin. It's wonderful. And times like this, it's like everything's going wrong. Just sit back and Brazil. Um, and and that's not the only Star Wars <laughs> show that we watched yesterday that had me thinking that. Uh. So 
after all this battle happens, Karga gives a speech to the Mandos and his people. And I am just, I, I talk about fevers. I have a, my fever. I got a fever. Fever. But Carl Weathers is uh, not going away. Oh, he's the best. The uh, best. You know me, Stallion. I, I didn't expect him to appear again in this mm-hmm. season. I was so happy he did. He's becoming a crucial uh, character in the uh, show. Love him. Yeah, as Navarro becomes like the place to be, you know, yeah. Yeah, you're going to get a lot of Carl Weathers. Well, well, yeah, that that's it, it, absolutely because here's mm-hmm. what's going on. Thanks to the brave warriors who came to help in our hour of need, he he. I'm going to give all of you the Mandos, the land that I talked about before. I'm going to give you all of that mm-hmm. to the fine people of Mandalore. You may no longer have a home planet. But you do now have a home. Welcome. 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 And thank you. And this was exciting to me for the exact reason that you were both talking about. Because Mando's back on Navarro, out of the shadows, no longer a secret, and more Navarro-based action. So I won't miss that Dusty Hope as long as they bring over the Bat Baby birds. Oh, they definitely are. They have to. Yeah, yeah, in a more central location, Navarro and Grief Karga can play a more central role once again. Thoughts on this, Caitlin and Bush? Uh, fantastic. Love not living in a cave. Uh, fully expected. Uh, which we'll get into here down the line for the the helmets of it all, but. Um, if I don't see some bat baby birds here yeah. again soon, I'm gonna lose my mind, folks. Give me the bat baby birds. <laughs> I think you're gonna see those those bat baby birds like perched around the city very soon, or just squawking around. I you know, they're it. gonna be the the new protectors of Navarro. Yes. Yeah. Not enough. And you're gonna you're gonna have Ragnar or whatever Ragnar. What's his name? Ragnar. Ragnar. He's a crucial character. <laughs> <laughs> Ragnar is gonna be flying around on him. He's a crucial, beloved character in Star Wars since, like, last week. I love him. This is the uh, the House of the Dragon uh, Mandalorian crossover. The House of the House of the Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah that's what's happening. I just get a little Game now, of Thrones up in I'm here. I'm going to need know? these, like I said last week, I'm going to need these bat baby birds to get baptized, <laughs> baptized bat baby birds, and to take the creed and all three of them to get helmets. Get that's, yeah, helmets. that's what you want. Yep. Um... <laughs> Because I want this to get nuts. Now you want to get nuts? Come on. <laughs> Let's get nuts, yeah. Let's get nuts. Um, so after that, the armorer has this cryptic talk with Bo-Katan. And I was, I didn't really know where this was going. Same. It's in the remains of her old forge in what used to be the covert's base in the sewers. And she believes now that Bo-Katan saw, saw a mythosaur. And she's all about Bo-Katan. Mm-hmm. And all about uniting their people. Suspicious. And then she steps out with Bo-Katan and in front of everyone, talk about a about face, allows Bo-Katan to take her helmet off, mm-hmm. which she does. Bo-Katan walks both worlds. She can bring all tribes together. So, so she's a part of both schools of Mando Creed. So she's allowed to take it off. No one else can. The armor promises everyone unity, and Bo-Katan is now at the center of it. I fully expected, and Caitlin, I, I know you have thoughts on this. I, I fully expected her to say everyone can take them off. That's what I thought was going to happen, too. Yeah, mm. and, and, and also me, and takes it <laughs> off, and it's not Emily Swallow. It's, 
Yeah, it was, it was it under the armor's like, mask. This whole time, I've been three kids in a trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> it's Peli Motto. It's like, you've never seen us in the same place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the Major Domo from yeah, Book of yeah, Boba yeah. Fett. There you go. Even better. Um, Even better. Or it's... it's um. <laughs> Who is it's it's Jennifer Beals. She survived. <laughs> yeah, she survived. Yeah. I don't know how she fits the things under the helmet, but anyway. Yeah, who I cares? Um, yeah. But I, I have a question about Bo Katan and attitudes towards this it, coming up after this. But thoughts about this and the, the helmet scene, the Bo Katan of it all, Caitlin M. Bush. I really wanted them to take the helmets off, Brian. I I, yeah. I really thought they were gonna take off the helmets and then they didn't. And then I did it they all just kinda like I know it's like it's a dramatic moment. It's like a you know, uh Bo-Katan's big hero shot kind of thing, but also um yeah. y'all are just like standing staring at her silently, like you're not gonna say anything or mm-hmm. I, I'm with you. I, I don't know if this is I, I think this is um probably not accurate and also probably offensive, but there's no other way to put it. I had helmet removal blue balls. <laughs> <laughs> See no, no. That's See, one way they were never going to take off the helmets. Matt yeah, Romano, they, you're saying they're never they were they were never going to take them off. No, I, I mean I, they're going to eventually take them off. But I, you know, I, I think that that's just a bigger moment we're we're all waiting for because Din's got to do it. You know, take they got to have a whole off. thing. Well, take they have to wait off. for him to be done with the Last of with Us. The Last of Us, exactly. Before. He's got to finish shooting the Last of Us so he can get back to Mando and take the helmet off. Yeah, before okay. Bimbo, our favorite yeah. Bimbo Man, Mando, we is like, oh wait, is is. Pedro here today? Yeah, no, okay, he's then not. Let's no, not no, do no, the no, helmet no. scene. <laughs> is he? Oh, he's going to be back or, yeah. or when? Like, chat, like, end of the season? Okay, we'll do it then. Yeah. <laughs> but exactly. <laughs> be, well, it, I, I was like, okay, is, are they all going to take him off? The armor is going to be like, even me. And then Mando goes through. He's like, nope, still not you. Still he's like, no, I'm not still into Pedro. it. <laughs> yeah, but, but this is also one of the confusing parts because now they just finally were invited to stay in Navarro. And the and the armor is like, yeah, go off. We're going to take off Mandalore now. We're going to take over Mandalore. We're taking that yeah. back. So it's another well, like, no, we stay or we going? We, not what take we over Mandalore, but unite Mandalorians. I think yeah, okay, but they they said take back Mandalore. So I I, I was also confused uh, by that wording. I too. Yeah, I mean, was. I think at the very least they have staging ground here. Okay. They have a better place with which from which to plan it than. Dusty hole monster world. <laughs> I want to see him stand Navarro, but we'll see, I guess. Yeah. I mean, what we saw of Mandalore itself, it's <laughs> doesn't really look good. It's, yeah, it's not, not good. Great. Yeah, it's not great. A little desolate. Yeah, it's not good. Not good. <laughs> Here's another question for, for both Matt Romano and Caitlin and Bush. Do you think that Bo-Katan is actually buying into this now, into the children of the Watch Creed? She was vulnerable, alone, lost her home twice, lost belief was incredibly depressed, and then she's taken in by all of these people that have all these beliefs that make her feel special and everything else and say, they didn't say it, but they're like, oh, maybe she feels like these people can fix her and mm-hmm. their creeds and every, everything else. Is she not playing a game here? Is she actually becoming a true believer in terms of the quote-unquote cult of the Children of the Watch? Yeah, I, I just I just don't know because it's hard to it's hard for me to gauge like anyone's intentions. I mean, I still don't trust the armorer. Um, no. You know, I still don't know like if Bo is gonna be crazy about getting the dark saber back from Dinjarin, you know, because she's obsessed with ruling Mandalore. Like, I, I don't know. Their intentions are still pretty um, unclear for me. 
it's interesting you bring that up for a second. I thought the armor was going to tell Bo, it's like, you know, you should get that back. That's what you know, I, yeah, also what yeah, I thought. That might happen. Kill Din Djarin yeah. and take that back. And, yeah. and I'm, I'm putting all of my, all of my, my bets on you. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to get you, you have talent, kid. I'm going to get you singing, dancing lessons. You're going to be a big star. <laughs> right, um, right. So thoughts on that, Caitlin Ambush? Yeah, I I don't think that Bo-Katan will ever truly be a uh, a convert to our our little our our little cult here. I think if anything, uh, it's like the armor said, as as shady as she is, she's a, a Mando of two worlds. Um, and if there's there's one person who can rally them all and tell them what's what, it's probably Bo-Katan. Then I would also be really surprised if she ends up in the end ruling Mandalore, though, because it's just like something's got to happen to to complicate this. Like, you know, it, it's 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 too clean if she just goes on, you know, to ride the mythosaur. It's, you know, like there's got to yeah. be some conflict happening. Something's going to so, happen. I don't know. They're, the fact that they're saying it's so early makes me think that it's not going to be that way four episodes from now. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good call. It's, yeah. it's that this moment's happening here in the middle of the season. Yeah, it's it's not going to remain that way for the rest of the season. No. And then everything we know about Mando's and Mando culture from, you know, Rebels and, and Clone Wars is that, you know, they love their infighting. So I don't know. I think there's still there could be <laughs> there's some shadiness going on with the armorer and Paz Vizsla. Maybe they've got like, you know, now where I know we're going to talk about the end of the episode. But like, I don't know. There's some shadiness going on with the Mando. Uh, a couple episodes, a couple chapters ago, Bo-Katan says she hates Mando infighting. So, yeah, right, I don't know. right, right. To to which once again I say, since when? <laughs> Let's go to the tape. I also am like I. Some part of me believes that that the armor wants the mythosaur for herself. Yeah, yeah. right, right. Like and she wants to be in charge, and she's gonna like you know. You, she's definitely a behind the scenes like a puppet ruler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like wh- whoever the 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 figurehead is, we're behind the scenes a lot, like how Maul was with the Mandalorians in a lot of mm-hmm. ways. Mm-hmm. She's oh wow, that's actually fits perfectly, doesn't it? If she's a Maldalorian, because mm-hmm. he put someone else up front. He's like, but he was the real power. Mm-hmm. The math and is mapping. She's math-ing. just you know whispering in the ear, and yeah. yeah, it's like, yep, here's my star, and um, I'm just back here calling the shots. But don't worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just over here taking my helmet off, eating wherever I want. But that's that's a that's a me thing. That's you go and uh, do some more farming. Oh, and one more thing. Carson Tava <laughs> and Lieutenant Reed out on patrol. They find a broken down, busted Lambda shuttle and it's dead in space and was likely used or was definitely used to transport Moff Gideon. They find traces of Beskar within. So this shuttle was attacked by Mando. So do you think it's likely that a different set of Mandos, a different Mando sect now has Moff Gideon in custody Matt Romano. Oh, I, I don't know. I mean, this is I think I can see this going a lot of ways. Like I said, this I I don't trust the armorer. Maybe the armorer is setting all this up because Paz Vizsla did say that, like, Moff Gideon deserved death. And maybe they took their one ship and I don't know that they're hiding somewhere. I guess it doesn't make sense. She took her medical freighter they and they're took like their medical attack, freighter over attack there. that shuttle from Return of the Jedi. And- <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Or, you know, uh, it could be another sect of Mandos, the Mandos that we'll meet in the next few episodes when uh, Bo-Katan yep. goes off. The ones to... that deserted Bo-Katan. Yes, right. Like the, we, we've already met them, but the ones yeah, they, what they happened have. happened to them? Yeah. Well, well, they have like Moff Gideon's old ship. They have yeah, some, what they have some imperial ship? ships. Yeah. They just Questions. busted off and left her. So they're the ones I think did this. Yeah, yeah. But then also my crazy thought about this is that it's really... I'm going to say it's just Thrawn. It's it's a master tactician who is going to, you know, frame the Mandos and, you know, it's all misdirection or something. I don't know. Something crazy. He had to get Moff Gideon back. He's framing other, you know. I uh, think that's a stretch. uh, It's a stretch, but that's that's what we do here. So I think I'm just going to. I think that is. (laughs) Put that out there. I think that is stretch arms. We're flexible around here. (laughs) Yeah. Couldn't it be? be, I mean, for all we know, it's Beskar. It could have been Sabine. Yeah, but then also, don't they not make Beskar weapons or something? Or I don't know. They, well, yeah, that's their thing. It's like, well, it's supposed to be for armor, not yeah. spears. Right. But I don't think they used a spear to attack this. <laughs> right. Ship. So was it a Beskar gun? They just shoot Beskar pellets? At, at, like, what was the... I don't... I don't I'm not in on the <laughs> the design sessions that okay, all right, all right. have. Yeah. I, I don't know. More will be... Re- I, yeah, I wasn't clear on it. It's like, okay, was it a, a Beskar... Blade or yeah, they're just like remnants of Beskar on the wall. Well, what like, else oh, are they going to be able to say? It's like, oh, Mandos, you got to tip off Carson Tava that it was Mandos. <laughs> yeah, what else are they going to say? It's like, here's a evidence that they didn't take their helmets off at all. <laughs> oh, they must be <laughs> but no, you, you got Katie O'Brien listening in on that conversation. You know, she knows yeah, the whole Mando yeah. conflict, and yeah, maybe they sent the pirates are all part of it. Like they like you know say like Moff Gideon sends the pirates to. Great trouble on Navarro, so all the Mandos go there. Uh, like, Maybe look, bad, bad news, Shart's dead. Good <laughs> yeah. news. Um, we can blame the Mandos. Yeah. yeah. Here's some Beskar, mm-hmm. put it on the wall. Right, exactly. Yep. Some, I, I don't know. So I, I'm so, I, I am I am completely lost now. Final thoughts all around <laughs> on this episode. Caitlin and Bush, could you please talk some sense in, into both of us over here. Uh, I had a good time. I got a lot of questions and no answers, gentlemen. Uh, but I'm hoping we get them soon. Question mark. Well, if you can't help us, nobody can. <laughs> I, I think in, in general, I, I, re, I really enjoyed it. It was, it was a very welcome Mando action. Who doesn't like that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Incredible action in this episode. That was a lot of fun. Multiple Mandos in the street. Grief Karga out of that big overblown robe and more of more of man of action. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, what's what's also interesting is during the battle there. Uh, well, Din wasn't on the ground. He was in the he was in the fighter. I was about to say it's like nobody busts out the dark saber, but he was yeah. flying around. He was not on the ground for that. He's been, he's been a lot of air support lately. A lot of it. I mean, he's got his fancy little Ferrari. But you know who he didn't call to come in? It's like, by the way, it's we got a problem on Navarro. You know who we should call? You know who didn't come flying in to help them, Matt uh, Romano? Who? who? Cara Dune? Well, no. no, she's Special Forces. <laughs> right, Special Forces. Right. She got taken off by Special Forces. <laughs> um, somebody that you really want to return to the world of the show. Oh, Dash Rendar? Oh, for f- senses at the ready, for f- <laughs> sake. Who? You're launching a Boba Cot if this person oh, doesn't come. Oh, right. Boba, Boba Fett. Yeah, that would have been cool, you know. And maybe a Bo's going to go talk to him now because he's a Mando. Yeah. Kind of. Bring well, him they, back. They didn't, they didn't get along very well when they met in season two. She's like, oh, you mean your donor. 
Yeah. <laughs> Let's not forget that. Rude. Well, I am going to Bobacott if we don't see him soon. It's got to happen. And, and and Lucasfilm execs are are just really nervous. I'm telling you, they got a they got a picture on the wall of me and they look at it every day and they say, we can't. Like, what are we going to do? He's going boba- to Bobacott <laughs> if we don't put him in, but we're not ready. Bring down the whole we're thing. We're say that one guy in a podcast is going to Bobacott. Um, and Christopher Lloyd, he's coming too. Yeah, we're, I'm yeah, coming as well. I don't I, I, I was expecting him for a moment. Then we got Tim Meadows. I was like, hey, that's not Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. Uh, uh, when am I going to yeah. come in? I don't know. Was, okay, well, hit <laughs> that. We're going to go to break, but we're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. Don't turn us off. Hey, Brian. What? Just saying hey. All right. While I have your ear, have you checked out Return of Pod.store recently? No. Well, you should. There are a number of fine new items for sale. Is this a commercial? It is a commercial. Merchandising. Merchandising. Merchandising! Merchandising! Do you like our different artwork based off of which show we're covering each season? If you visit the store, you can buy mugs and other wonderful things with that artwork. Bad Batch, Boba Fett, Obi-Wan. Collect them all. I don't want to. Yes, you do. Don't forget about t-shirts and hoodies. We're adding new versions all the time. Want to really get the mini boats message out? Return to the pod.store is here for you. I wish poison was here for me. The store doesn't sell that, but it does have notepads, stickers, and everything else I've already talked about. Is this over? Visit return to the pod.store today. Get caught up in it. This is Vanessa Marshall, and you're listening to Return of the Pot, a podcast about Star Wars. May the Force be with you. And as always, many boats. Many boats. Many boats. Many boats. Many boats. Many boats. Many boats, y'all. Many boats. Many boats. Many boats. We're back, and that's going to take us into covering Season 2, Episodes 15 and 16 of Star Wars The Bad Batch. They call themselves the Bad Batch. The season two finale. Uh, Already here. Season two of the Bad Batch on the books. These episodes are also brand new and we don't want to spoil you for any of it. So we'll once again sound the spoiler klaxon. And here we go into the segment Bad Batch Roundup. Good soldiers pull up orders. Hey there, buckaroos. Time for Star Wars (laughs) The Bad Batch. Episodes 15 and 16 premiered on Disney Plus on March 29th, titled The Summit and Plan 99. Mm. Very broad strokes. There's a lot to talk about here, but we're going to just paint with a big, you know, the big Bob Ross brush. Yep. The big one. one. Yeah. He does all the bushes with that one. Yeah. 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 And the happy happy trees. The one where, the he, trees, where yeah. he really yeah, smacks the, the yeah, yeah, he gets really I, at I love it. it. I yeah, I love, love it. it. Never mm-hmm. enough, Bob Ross. Is Never. The kindest, the most amazing man. <laughs> All right. The summit in question is happening on Eriadu, which I thought was fun because this is Tarkin's home planet. For more on mm. Tarkin's history and Eriadu in general, you can enjoy the novel Tarkin which I personally really enjoy. That was a good read. Mm. It is worth noting that Orson Krennic from Rogue One is at this summit and again played by Ben Mendelsohn. Loved that. Just like one and a half lines, but I thought that was such a nice surprise. Yeah, they got to do more of that. 
Yeah, sadly he didn't scream, but my head, I was like, are we blind? Because <laughs> um, there's nothing better than Orson Krennic screaming. Oh, it's the best. There's yeah. just few things better, not even in Star Wars, in, in my life. <laughs> um, so then cut to Pabu. Um, Pabu. Which may be more of an idea than an actual place, much mm. like Brazil. I think Pabu is actually not even there. No. Um, it doesn't exist. It's only or in their heads. It, it could turn out to be like friggin' Brigadoon. It could be <laughs> Pabu Adoon. Um, and just Van or Meridian from DS9. It, it yes. pops up every now and then. Pabu! Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the Batch decides to crash the summit and grab Dr. Hemlock. Fee has a nice farewell with Tech, pretty much saying she likes him, but he doesn't really get it. And I'm not going to say, oh, I started to have a bad feeling here because I didn't. Yeah. I was like, that's nice. They'll reconnect and they'll kiss, you know, later. Mm. Mm. Uh, The batch (laughs) crashes the summit, but their crashing gets crashed by Saw Guerrera. Noise! Deceptions! Played by original Saw actor Andrew Cashino again. So we're still in the Andrew Cashino era. Yeah, Young Saw. Saw. Yeah, Young Saw. Young Saw. Uh, Fisher-Price, my first Saw Guerrera. It's like, my first genocide. I was just going to say that. By yeah. Didn't we do that? Yeah, we've done that before. <gasps> I was a young man then. I could really get some hugs in. It was Hug Planet when I was Andrew Cashino. No, it's not enough to hug me. You have to get around the pipes. Okay, so he's he gets in there. He's like, hey, no problem. I brought enough bombs. How do you get from, hey, I'm Saw Guerrera to... Oh, have you come to kill me? Yeah, because he loses a lung as someone at some he point. He loses yeah. a lot. He yeah, loses yeah. a lot of soul and everything else. Saul Guerrero, once again, never stops being one of my favorite. And this is one of my favorite Star Wars characters. Fascinated, oh, yeah. endlessly yeah. fascinated yeah. by Saul Guerrero. Uh, the batch doesn't get Hemlock. It's actually, it gets so much worse for them because I, I think this might be the best scene that the Bad Batch has ever done. Matt Romano. Mm. Yeah. Um, they're ha- they're stuck between these elevated train cars. They're not like the conveics that we see in Solo. They're more mm. like something you see at a theme park. Yeah, like a monorail. So, yeah, yeah, one but they're they're dangling. And to save the others, Tech dies. <sighs> when have we ever followed orders? And for me, this was this was the best scene of the day of Star Wars between Mando and these two episodes, if you ask me. But nobody is. This is huge. Tech has had the most development by far this season. And to see him go out like this in such a well-crafted and emotional scene, the little bits and where the sound cuts in and out, you know, and the mm-hmm. wires stretching. And at some point in here, you can tell he's... He's he's gonna he's gonna go. It hits really hard, Matt, doesn't it, Matt Romano? Oh, I mean, this yeah, this hit really hard, and and actually, I mean, we should have saw this coming because, like you said, that there was just so much tech development this season. In fact, last episode we were just talking about all the attention that was on the spotlight on tech this season, and uh, we 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 should have called that he was going to be the one to sacrifice. I just I, I well, I'm just surprised they did it. You know, I, I am too. And 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 here's a, a, a I saw much to my 
detriment. Saw a ta- saw some takes. They're like, this is a bad move. This was mm-hmm. a stupid move because he's the only cl- only batch member that got um that that got real changes and spotlight this season. And yep. then you just kill him off. To that, I I, I don't agree because I think Echo grew a lot as well. Yeah, but also this would not have had the effect that it had if not for the season that tech has had. Yeah, exactly. Tech found himself. He, you know, like, I mean, he was getting a girlfriend almost. I mean, yeah. uh. And I think through all of that, you leads to this thing where just the moment where he makes the decision and everything else, yes, he would have done it before, but there was the growth and everything just really makes this hit hard. And for me, it, it makes it even more effective. Mm -hmm. Agreed. It was just one of those old timer scenes. Omega is hurt. So the batch has her recover at SIDS for some reason. Yeah, and that was dumb. I'm thinking, why the Criff didn't, did they go there and not back to, um, yeah. Sid betrays them because of course, Hemlock is on the scene, tosses Tech's goggles to Hunter. And part of me expected them to reveal Tech is not really dead yeah. at some point here, strapped up next to Crosshair mm-hmm. or something like that. As much as I love Tech, I think that would lessen the impact. Yeah, I, I agree. Moment. I agree. I mean, like, I could totally see them, though, like, doing, like, zombie tech or something. Like, they bring him back, and he has to, like, find his memories, and, like, Hunter's got to shake him yeah. and be like, tech, you got to remember. You got to remember us, tech. It's you We've know? had we've had that. <laughs> yeah, it's I know. The thing, it's like, it would lessen the impact on Omega. I would hate I it. I would hate it. I think it's tech already would, had yeah. an effect on Omega, and it will continue to. Yeah. It's going to have an effect on the rest of the batch. It would be very close to Echo's story. Mm-hmm. which is playing out beautifully. It would be very close to Crosshair's story. Yeah. And it would be very close to Bucky Barnes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Straight too much. Right down to falling from an elevated train to, <laughs> oh, look, we brought, it's, Bucky Barnes. it's just too much akin to other things. Yeah. As Bucky much as I, I, as much as I love tech. So yeah. I, I don't want to sit here and be like, oh, I hope they don't bring him back. I just think it's more effective if, if, this has more is more effective all around if they just let it be, yeah. Not somehow tech tech returned. Yeah, agreed. And then and then what it sets up for next season for hopefully that we get one. We better get one. But like, wait until Crosshair finds out what happened to Tech. And Tech was the one that was like, we have to save Crosshair. He's our brother. Yes. He led yes. the charge. Yes, we beat a tactical disadvantage, and I'm not sure it's worth the risk. I understand your hesitation. We have not always agreed with Crosshair. But he is still our brother. We do not leave our own behind. Hunter wanted to just pack it all up and stay on Pabu. You know? <laughs> yep. No, you're right. That's an excellent point. Matt yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, the batch escapes, but Henlock nabs Omega and takes her to Tantus, where she reunites with Nala Say. She finds Crosshair, who is not awake. And then Emery Carr introduces herself. Keisha Castle Hughes takes her goggles off. And reveals that she is Omega's oh. sister. What? Wow. I mean, like that. A lot of people called that, and I thought that was a crazy theory. Uh, I did not. I honestly didn't think that was going to happen. But surprising, interesting. Yeah. And and now it's as Omega. She has this genetic family. She has the batch. It's like where 
Where does she belong? There's She's this, got Boba Fett still as a as her brother. <laughs> yeah. You know, are they are they going to bring him and finally bring Daniel Logan to yeah. the party? There's yeah. the, and I know the Batch was said they're looking at back at her little makeshift bedroom and they're thinking about before this they're like you know what if we just stayed on for good <laughs> yeah and Wrecker and Hunter are pretty much ready to do yeah. that. It's Echo obviously is not and. Mm-hmm. I think they absolutely deserve that. And part yeah. of me would, you know, also like, I don't deserve it, but I'd like to stay on Pabu. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I'd like to see them take their armor off and put a t-shirt on or something. I just always in the think, armor. Yeah. I, Get I, comfy, I, well, Gregor boys. Is got, well, we know he does that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Gregor puts on a tank top. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Rebel starts. Yeah. But also, pa-boop! I'm still convinced it's not it's not actually real. It's a dream. We're all strapped into chairs being tortured, and we're just... <laughs> well, I, I, I think it was a real location in the show. I think they went pa-boop! there. <laughs> but what a great season. I, and and, and a, I have to say, I think they're going to end it after three. This feels like very Empire Strikes Back ending. Yeah. You know, like we're we're in their darkest moment. Because where else can the show go after one more season? If you really think about darkest moment, (laughs) there's no way that I I mean, I really don't. There's there's always a way, but I don't see them canceling the show after an ending like this. Absolutely not. But I I think think, we're going to get one more season. I think this is going to be the final season. It's going to be three and an ending like this, knowing they have a season three coming. And if that announcement didn't happen, doesn't happen at celebration, I'd be stunned. Yeah. It's like you're going to end it like this. Then it's celebration to have a big Bad Batch panel. And at the end of the panel and be like, and it's canceled. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't. That's not lining up. So I, I think I think you're right, though. One more season to kind of and 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 it's it would be packed. Yeah, it's not going to be no hunt for Curly Count Dooku's gold in that season. <laughs> right. Not that right. I didn't exactly. enjoy that. I did. Exactly. Not going to happen. Mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that was the Bad Batch. That's season two of wow. the Bad Batch in the Bad Books, and it's uh, what what a ride it's been, and and just really a fantastic show. It really is. Yeah, I I think especially in the second half, differentiated itself in a special way from other, especially from Clone Wars and Rebels. Yeah, it is obviously not the same experience. Yeah, but it's its own special thing in its own unique way. Parting shots from you, Matt Romano. Uh, I just, it's an incredible season. You know, I think it started off like uh, a little slow, but now looking back at the season as a whole, like they were just kind of, uh, it was all set up, you know, yeah. to, to show them that like, you know, how comfortable they were in their ways. And uh, I don't know, it was all just leading up to this, this, this gut punch of losing tech and leaving them in this dire spot. And I can't wait for the, for another season. I hope it doesn't take so long. Bad Batch plays really well watching a few at a time. Yeah. It does. Play, now, that, w- w- watching the whole season as a whole, bad, it, it was true with season one. It's almost certainly going to be true with season two. It yeah. plays really well that way. Yeah, and I'll say this too. I, I think that, unfortunately, I think Bad Batch got a little overshadowed by Mando these past few weeks, but Bad Batch yeah. really deserved to be in the spotlight on its own for this season because it was stellar. It was great. And I know we kept saying, it's like, well, we'll do a breakout Bad Batch episode or something. We, we hope that we'll do that. We really yeah. shouldn't have made that yet another return of the pod, empty promise. <laughs> um, yeah, but we, we, we'll see it, It's um, but it, it definitely deserves it. Yeah. We'll talk more bad batch. Yeah. Yep. Well, we'll wait to see what happens, but I would, uh, 
here's here's hoping we all meet again in Bad Batch season three. <laughs> and that's it for now for Bad Batch Roundup. <laughs> and that's going to take us into a brand new segment called Matt and Max. I am your father. This is going to be fun. Oh, isn't this nice? I'm all so right. We got a quick news segment real quick because I, I just had the share. I just had the share. So... Uh, Max, my son, um, and I recently sat down and checked out uh, the shorts that were released this week for the upcoming uh, new show, Star Wars Young Jedi Adventures. My friends and I are Jedi. Jedi are heroes who are strong in the force. They go out on missions to help people throughout the galaxy. Mm. Which, if you don't know about this show, it's a new Star Wars show that is geared towards preschoolers. And I will read you uh, the description. Set during the High Republic era, the animated series follows Jedi younglings as they study the ways of the Force, explore the galaxy, help citizens and creatures in need, and learn valuable skills needed to become Jedi along the way. So, you know, beautiful, sweet little simple premise for the kids. High Republic era. This is the first animation set in the High Republic, which interesting choice. Does Yoda make an appearance? Yoda does make an appearance. Yoda is on the show. Teacher, yes. I am. Yes. May I be? And, it, and it's young. Youngs there are. <laughs> it's young. Preschool, it is. <laughs> and, I, and you know, I wouldn't say he's as as hot as he is in the 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 pictures of him from the the books, but uh, but he's Dressed young Yoda. Down, I am. I don't know it's why young Yoda, Yoda always sounds so particularly unhinged, Brian. But every single time, I it's swear, become really <laughs> aberrant. Yeah. Friends, I be Leeton Meester show is on. Yoda, I am. So anyway, we got a lot of great characters on the show. Uh, in, in addition to Yoda, mm. uh, we have Nubs, Kai, Bright Star, Nash Durango, RJ eighty three, cute little droid, and uh, Lysole. And they really just have all the different Star Wars archetypes. You got like a cute little animal. You got like a. They've got a friend. Like all the Jedi have a friend that's like a Han Solo. Oh. She's a girl that shows up with her ship and and her little droid. It's adorable. But this anyway, great. adorable I, it is. <laughs> it's adorable. So I sat down, Max. I watched the first three to see if he would get into it because he's into stars. And we've talked about this before. We watched blips. We've tried to watch some of the cartoons, but they haven't really had a show to really capture the imaginations of three year olds. So I wanted to see how he would react. <laughs> he's not going for Saw Guerrero's appearance in Bad Batch. <laughs> he's not going for Saw. I tried Andor. He just it was What's a little wrong? over his head. Three years olds love me. So anyway. Come here. Here's Max's first reaction to Young Jedi Adventures. Wow. So what do you think? I want to do that again. You want to do that again? Yeah, that, the thing in it, well, it was to do this. Oh, yeah, they use the Force. Yeah, they do that again. And there you have it. I, uh, it's you, really quick. It's so cute. Matt, uh, for listeners, <laughs> Matt sent this audio to us the other day telling us about, about this, and it, it truly made my day. Like, it's just... I did it. Oh, so I'm so, nice. He's so sweet. Oh, my goodness. It was sweet. You know, he he he, uh, he, he loves the Force. He was, like, I, I think the Force finally clicked for him as much as I've sh- I've shown him. And, like, the, the show really... It's simple. It's for kids, you know? So, if listen, if you're a parent and you have kids, I recommend checking out the shorts. The whole series drops on May 4th, and I'm excited. He's really into it. As you heard at the end of the clip, we ended up watching it like 10 more times, and these shorts are short, so we're just watching these over and over and over. But 
I'm into it. Not only does it work for a three-year-old, it works to finally get you somewhat involved in the High Republic. <laughs> it's my, really my first foray. I'm very interested now in this High Republic. Yeah, you don't you don't have to read anything. This is really on my level, honestly. This is this is my entry point. I love it. Your gateway. Jesus. It's my the gateway. High Republic. Yeah. So everybody, check it out. And that's it for uh, Matt and Max, a uh, new segment we might not ever do again. We'll see. <laughs> And that's going to take us into real talk. I'm looking forward to having some real talk with some real folks. On Apple Podcasts, a hello and thank you to KHB Donnelly for your kind words. On our socials in general, a lot of listeners really excited about Keller and Beck. Yes, yeah. oh, we. Man, how can you not be nice. excited? Come uh, on. Yeah, exactly. More than a few listeners had a take that is based on something we didn't really point out appropriately. But Matt Romano, you did kind of take it here. Did I? Uh, but just to flesh it out a little more, the Naboo ship that Keller and Beck and Baby escape on is not only seen in Attack of the Clones. Mm-hmm. I I can't believe I had to be reminded of this to my shame. It is also seen often in the Clone Wars and Jar Jar Binks often travels in a ship of that design. Ah. As a representative of Naboo, which you asked about, he'd have access to the ship and he'd have the defense of Naboo Senate guards who were there. So some people are speculating that the waiting ship and security forces were provided by none other than Jar Jar Binks himself, Gungan Ahmed Best of 1999, helping Jedi Ahmed Best of 2023. I buy that. I buy that. <laughs> I mean, that's... I love that. I really, I, that's my head cannon until they tell us that it's not. I mean, some are even agreed. taking this to the point that we're going to get it. We could get a Jar Jar appearance. That would be. Uh, I don't know about that. Incredible. Who wouldn't want, I mean, who wouldn't want that? I mean, well, um, I can think of plenty. And if <laughs> yeah, this was years ago, I could think of, you know, most people wouldn't want it. The fact that you, that's hilarious that you just said that. <laughs> I know. I stopped myself right away. What I was just coming out of my mouth. No, it's like, I would love it. But it's because I would love it. And I'm like, well, I it's a divine fool and he's absolutely harmless, you know, in terms of well, not in terms of, you know, giving emergency powers over and yeah. possible uh, stereotypes inherent in the character. But aside from that, um, if you love a med best. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's I, it would I'd be crazy. Be like, well, that's going to piss a lot of people. It would off. piss a lot. It, it would be it. <laughs> it would be a choice. I hope they do it, too, because why not? I think. I think there's more people that would enjoy it than would hate it. I mean, if it was just really quick, you know, just an, sh- excuse me, Thanks, <laughs> gets the ship, ship back. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. And it's like, and he has to then. He's like, now I have to go and pick up like fifty mandos and some forge equipment, three bat baby birds on this sand planet. Brian, you want to get nuts? Let's get Let's nuts. Let's get nuts. <laughs> <laughs> to quote you from last week, Matt, don't thread me with a good time. <laughs> On Instagram, Manolo had a hot take. Oh. And the hot take is this. It's a hot take that's up my alley. I'll tell you that. Paz and the armor made Ragnar, if you know what I mean. I was wondering who <laughs> Ragnar's mama yes, is. Manolo. They yeah. were alone for a oh. while on that ring planet, you know. I know what you mean. A little Anorim Sieges, clunky <laughs> helmet <laughs> style. Uh, huh? Uh, and Caitlin just checked out. Sorry. Turn the lights off. Leave the helmet on. <laughs> they add that the armor. Well, Manolo adds that the armor also seemed worried about Ragnar. So this is hot, hot, hot. And we were, uh, to be fair, 
To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. We we were all really worried about Ragnar. Of course. I, Who no, wasn't? Wait, I, I, mean, I, I take back my to be fair. <laughs> what? Why? Wait, well, no. no, we were we were worried about. I'm sure. Yeah, everyone. We, yeah, across incredibly across the globe yeah. was heart in hand, like, <laughs> oh no, Ragnar. Yeah. Um, Not Ragnar. Like, Anyone oh, but no. Ragnar. It's, um, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> so I'm liking this. Hel- any any theory that involves helmet clunking action. Brian's there. <laughs> smut, 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 smut. <laughs> Matt Romano. Anything in the mailbag or anything else? You know, we got uh, just a few things. So first off, uh, we want to thank Chris uh, for buying us five coffees. Oh, my God. Over at buymeacoffee.com slash pod. So thank you, Chris. We really appreciate that. we'll send them right after this episode. We'll send them back. (laughs) We'll send them back, all the coffees. (laughs) But he said he loves this podcast. I hope he still does. Thank you so much uh, for the coffees, Chris. Also this week, we got to give a big shout out to Padawan. Big friend, fan, friend of the show, Matt Schmidt, who did the impossible. My impossible dream. My dream of dreams. Dream of dreams. Return of the, dream your, of dreams. Your mercantile dream of my, dreams. Yeah. My mercantile dream of dreams. He went to return of the pod dot store and he bought the entire collection of return of the pod lackluster mugs. Well, that's yes. in the end. Caitlin says to collect them all. She does. She says she, and, and she's collect them all. She says it in the merch spot and, and Matt did it and it is a beautiful thing. We're going to post the picture. Matt Schmidt, thank you so much for your continued support of the show. We appreciate it so much. And hey, what a, what a beautiful set of mugs. I mean, come on. Beautiful. And they're not lackluster mugs. They're anymore. not. These are the new ones. These are the new non-lackluster yeah. mugs. These are the yeah. luxury yeah. mugs. Kilns. Via medical freighter from yep. a dusty planet to, you know, and I got the new kiln. Yeah. These are, these are better. Lots of luster. Yeah, that's right. So be like Matt, go to the store, buy the mugs and have yourself a brunch. you like, you know, have a bunch of people over, fill up the mugs, coffee, mimosas, whatever, and enjoy yourselves. Yeah. All right. You're welcome. And everyone's going to be like Leeton Meester is going to be there. It's like, where did you get these mugs? <laughs> Doctors like, exactly. Let me tell you. Yeah. Let me yeah. tell you, Leeton Meester. Here's where I got the mugs. She's a big fan of this. A lot show. of Leeton Meester right, stuff sure. here today. Yeah, for some reason, she's stuck in my head tonight. (laughs) And finally, uh, Brian, we we got this message from Cliff, Cliff with one F. um, And uh, Cliff, this is this is for you, buddy. Excellent. Beautiful. Anyway, for the record, hates the Paboo bit. Yeah, Cliff isn't a fan of the Paboo bit. bit. He hates Um, the bit. I'm sorry. And, and, and if I may, Matt, the yeah. message included, um, as much as we, we try and keep things positive, included, I'm surprised. I wonder if that bit has anything to do with your your ratings on <laughs> Apple Podcasts. And our ratings have been the same for a long for time. a long time. Yeah, well before the bit. I was looking at the analytics and uh, the Pabu bit didn't really hurt us as as far as we can tell. I mean, it didn't help. It didn't didn't help help anything. But it's not the the most annoying thing we've ever done. Leighton Meester texted me and she's like, what is this? (laughs) Um, And and granted, we're done with Bad Batch. So we're done with Pabu. Yep. Um, All right. It's done. It's over. It's, yeah. It's, don't worry so about Cliff, it. So, Cliff, thanks for your very nice message that you sent to the mailbag. <laughs> we really appreciate it. No, it's, we do. We do appreciate I mean, it's nice to get, I guess you call that constructive criticism. Is it's, it? uh, you know, Cliff, uh, sometimes I can't help myself. Unhinged I be. So, 
you know, fun is where you find it. <laughs> well, anyway, that's it for the mail. Anything yeah, else on to hurt my feelings? <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> only, only one letter to hurt your feelings this week, Brian. Only that's one brewing. <laughs> Yeah, if we read more than one, we start getting a little worried about ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it, it's still uh, you haven't, to your credit, haven't brought this up, Matt Romano. Mm. But that reel of yours, oh yeah, it's is still going. I cannot believe it. I you know I haven't mentioned it in a while, but yes, the reel that broke the internet, my orange helmet, oh, Lego, your orange helmet judge, who's now your your. Glup my, shit my glup shitto. Yeah. We're, we're over like 75,000 uh, views on that hey. reel. Um, well, speaking crazy. of that reel and the judge, Caitlin, I remember you had some, you were, your first thought last week when you saw it was, who the hell, the judge doing these drills out on the beach. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> why, what are you doing? Why, why are you so close to each other? This yeah. is awkward. Well, well, I hope that everybody who has watched the reel and maybe found the show through the reel, I hope you're still here. Thanks for watching. Oh, there's no way. <laughs> there's no way. We have a lot of new followers though because of the reel. So you know, on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so. so, so that's nice. We'll we'll, we'll so take that's it. Nice. Yeah, we'll take it. Yeah, we'll it's, take no pa- it. it's no pa- it's no paboo, but we'll it's take it. It's not nothing. No, it's not. It's <laughs> it's not. It's not on par on on papar with a pabit. But um. <laughs> It's it, but it, it's it's not quite bad baby birds either. But you know, we're we all having fun here. Yep, we're all having fun. <laughs> it's, it's, With that, it's we're going to buckle good. off. But join us next week for continuing coverage of the Mandalorian. Oh, Mandalorian! In the meantime, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Return of the Pod. You can find our website at returnofthepod.net, where you can leave voicemails. Visit returnofthepod.store, where you can buy all kinds of merchandising. 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 Support the show at buymeacoffee.com slash return of the pod if you want. And you can also find us directly every three years on a certain day. Both Briga Pabu comes out and Caitlin Ambush. You can be found where? I can be found at at Caitlin Ambush. That is C-A-I-T-L-I-N-M. Bush like the beer, not like the presidents. Listeners, that took me about four or five takes. Matt Romano, you can be found where? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at, at Matt Romano, M-A-T-T-R-O-M-A-N-O. And I can be found on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and my ever-growing letterbox at Brian Silliman. That's at B-R-I-A-N-S as in Sky Guy, I-L-L-I-M-A-N. Stretch out with your feelings and share your thoughts. We love hearing from you. Subscribe, leave a comment, and give five stars if you're feeling generous. Snoke them if you got them. Take it, Sheevy. And remember, hope is like the sun. If you only believe in it when you can see it, you'll never make it through the night. Many boats and be a spot. Here.